It's time now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Carrie Brinkater. Their guest today is Karen Moore, teacher and administrator at Grace Academy in Georgetown, Texas. Thank you, John. This is Evelyn Davidson. We're broadcasting today out of today's Christian Talk Radio, 1120, the bridge from the beautiful city and the powerful city of Austin, Texas. And in the studio with me today is Miss Coach Carrie. Hi, Miss Evelyn. Hello, listeners. It is so great to be with you today in our beautiful city of Austin. I know we have folks that listen to us worldwide on our app. Um, you can get the app, 1128 in the bridge. That way, if you're not close to a radio, I know that most of you have your phones with you all the time. So you can listen to this station via the app as well. How are you, Miss Evelyn? I am doing great. For a little old lady that's 86 years old, <laughs> I'm hanging together as well. Like I'll this, tell you what, listeners, well, Miss Evelyn is amazing. Well, it's just an exciting time, and my personality does bend toward the excitement. And as we look toward uh, some of the wonderful things that are happening this month, and especially in May, uh, I just can't help but get excited. Here. I know. You have National Day of Prayer coming up, Miss Evelyn. Would you like to tell our listeners when that is? Well, it's going to be uh, the first week in May on mm-hmm. May 1, mm-hmm. which is a Monday morning, 630. Mm-hmm. We'll have people from all over the state coming to Austin. The governor will issue a proclamation at the hotel, and he will um, call the state of Texas to prayer. And then we'll have some really major fun things. Um, Dennis Swanberg, who is called Mr. Hope, is going to be our speaker. And he is such a hoot, but I tell you, he knows the Word. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about today is how important it is to know the Word. And then on on Wednesday, uh, National Day of Prayer, Texas Task Force sponsors a veteran and military event over at Camp Mabry. And we have enough room for about 300 people, and we think we're getting close to that. But if there's a veteran out there, uh, it would be um, our privilege to have you come and join us at Camp Maver. Thursday is a big day everywhere all over America. People come out of the woodwork to go to the public places to pray for the seven centers of power. And we really are in a need, especially in America today, for strong, godly leadership. And we are obligated under the Lordship of Christ. And and what uh, Paul told Timothy, we're to pray for those that are in authority over us, that we might do things, Carrie. We might live at peace and serve the Savior. And you can't Mm. beat that with a crooked whip. I tell you what, Miss Evelyn, listeners, Miss Evelyn just published her newest book called Praising and Praying Across America. It has been a huge blessing to me. It's basically a prayer journey to pray for our nation's leaders. And, you know, there's been so many times when I've thought, oh, man, that guy needs some prayer. (laughs) Or, oh, we need to lift that up in prayer. This book helps you, helps walk you through those journeys with wonderful authors who have put together just great little devotionals for um, for each day for seven weeks. And so thank you for that, Miss Evelyn, praising and praying across America. I was blessed enough to be able to give every teacher at Grace Academy oh, a book. And I was so excited to be able to you. do that. You're welcome. And it was my pleasure. And I, I'm, I, we have a wonderful Grace Academy teacher here this morning and that you guys are going to be so blessed by. Um, I tell you what, Miss Evelyn, just lots of things going on. You know, today, listeners, 
My 12-year-old son wore my husband's shoes to school. <laughs> he did. Excuse me. Excuse me. I have to laugh. It's hilarious. I know. I, I, and how old is this? Old he, okay, he's he's 12. He's 12. And he, he did it. His shoes were too small for school. He had to wear dress shoes today to school. And they, his shoes were too small. And so he wore his father's shoes to school today. Oh, my stars. So I know, listeners, uh, those of you out there that are going through um, growing up kids and uh, kids getting older and maybe you're getting ready to be an empty nester or you are an empty nester, I know it flies by so fast, so fast. Well, I know that we're all busy. And we've all got wonderful things going on in our lives today. And as we talk about children, it's so important. And as we talk about our personal walk with Jesus Christ, it's so important to hide the word of God in our hearts. And we have our wonderful um, guest today, Karen Moore. She has filled both teaching and administrative roles at Grace Academy in Georgetown, Texas. She holds a bachelor's degree in classics from UT and has her teaching certification in Latin history and secondary education. She's been teaching for 15 years, but I tell you what, listeners, we not only have one renowned author in the house with Miss Evelyn, we have two authors in the house. <laughs> um, Karen Moore has published the gold standard of Latin textbooks that are used all over the nation, Miss Evelyn. Her books are used. They're called Latin Alive. It's a way to bring Latin to the youngest of children. We start Latin at Grace Academy in third grade, and she's published these books that um, make Latin accessible and make it uh, fun for for kids. Um, she also is a highly sought-after speaker. She speaks at many conferences where she does a lot of teacher training, not only in Latin, but in the subject we're going to talk about today of hiding scripture in your heart, scripture memory. Um, she speaks at the Society for, for Classical Learning as well as many um, conferences that are put on by the Association of Classical and Christian Schools, which is the ACCS. Wow, Karen, welcome. I Holy cow, you are so accomplished, and we're so excited to have you here today. Thank you for coming. Thank well, you. Thank you so much. I'm just very humbled to sitting here with <laughs> both of you. I consider very accomplished as well, so I, I appreciate the kind words and the kind introduction. Oh, you're welcome. Well, tell us a little bit more about yourself, Karen. Well, as you noted, I've been at Grace Academy for 15 years now. I came the year after the school officially opened as a school. It had been something of a co-op before that. And I came because I love classical education. I love classical Christian education. And that's what I wanted for my three children. I have three children. They all started at Grace Academy in kindergarten. Um, the youngest is now a freshman in high school. Um, the middle one, my son Matthew, is a uh, junior, and then my son Michael is now a freshman at Texas A&M, studying engineering. So um, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, and all of them have outgrown me. <laughs> yes, they have. They have. So, and they're just wonderful young children. Brian and I could not be prouder of each one of them. And what about your husband? My husband Brian is a, a software engineer for SailPoint. We have been married about 23 years now. And I tell you, when I was, you know, young and, and looking for uh, a husband, the number one thing I wanted, <laughs> you know, obviously we have we have our lists, ladies, yeah. <laughs> but at the top of that list was someone who would be a spiritual leader in our home, who mm. would encourage me in God's word. And I said, God, I really want someone who knows you more deeply than I do, who is passionate about your word. Mm. And that is my husband. And he has been just um, my anchor 
and my foundation and my encouragement and just keeping me on this straight and narrow and being that foundation for our family. And that has just been a tremendous blessing um, as a husband and also as my partner in raising our children. Uh, these how, more, that's more family. They are, they're such a blessing. How did you come to know that uh, Jesus is the word and that he loves you personally? You know, I was extremely blessed to have two parents who were very strong Christians. So by the time that I was even four and five, Jesus to me was very much a real person. He was a part of mm-hmm. our family. And it's like I don't ever remember not knowing him. But then I had parents who encouraged me to pursue him more in my walk. And it just became a natural part of my life. I was sharing with Carrie earlier, my mother was an elementary education teacher. And so everything was in some way a lesson. Mm-hmm. Teachable moments were looked after looked for, sought after, treasured, made the most of. And that would have been as much in perhaps how to garden or problem solve as it was in just what should we do in this moment? What does Scripture tell us? And how do we make these decisions? And so that was a part of my life. I know for my husband, he would say the same. His parents were just rock solid in the Word of God. And um, so we just, we have, we inherited a rich treasure, a a great heritage, and it was one of the um, primary goals in our marriage and in our life to make sure we pass that on to our children. Mm-hmm. And th- that's the reason Grace Academy has been a blessing, because Scripture and God's Word is so central to it. How, how did you uh, settle on Latin? Oh, that's a funny story. <laughs> okay, so when I was going into seventh grade, um, we were to choose what language we wanted to study. This was in a public school here in Austin. And I chose French first because I was going to be a professional ballerina. That's, oh. That was my goal. That was my goal. I chose <laughs> German second one. because I had some German heritage in my family. And uh, I put Latin third, mainly because my mother was nagging me. It would be really good for my education. My choice sheet was lost, and I was very frustrated by that. But I realized now that was just God's providence. So I have to fill out a second choice sheet two weeks before school starts. French first, German second, Latin third. Well, the French class was full. The German class didn't make, and I got stuck in the Latin class. And I'll never forget the first day, the sweet teacher, Mrs. Harris, said, okay, raise your hand if you're here because your mother made you. And I raised my hand sheepishly. And she just encouraged us, hey, give this a try. And I just, over the course of the years, fell in love with it and studied Latin all the way through high school and into college at UT, picked up Greek and classical civilization at UT to get a classics major, and then... I've been teaching on and off, public school, private school, home school, um, over almost 20 years. May the Lord multiply your tribe. Thank you. <laughs> well, and I tell you, she makes, like, like the title of her book, The Latin Alive, she makes this come alive for the students. And it's not just about learning words. It's about learning a culture and learning why, why we learn Latin and how that really helps us. My kids can speak a sentence with words that I don't normally use in regular everyday conversation because of Latin, mm-hmm. because they know the roots and they know um, they know this heritage. And it, it, it's really been phenomenal. Listeners, when we return, we're going to get into an article that Karen wrote. It's called Hiding God's Word in Their Hearts, an Apologetic for Scripture Memory in the Upper School. Basically, upper school just means 6th through 12th grade when you're talking about classical education. And um, this article is phenomenal. It teaches us about what is important about Scripture, scripture memory and, and why that's important and how to do that. So, listeners, you will definitely want to join us when we return, Hiding God's Word in Your Heart. 
back after this. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 88 808 Research Boulevard and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So, big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Let's get back now to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and their guest, Karen Moore. 
Hello, listeners, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You're here with us on the bridge, and you're with the love ladies, Miss Evelyn Davison, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkater. Thanks so much for joining us. Today in studio, we have the fabulous and amazing Karen Moore, who um, is the most wonderful teacher. She's written a great article on scripture memory and why this is important for all of us. Uh, let's listen to the words in Deuteronomy 11, 18, 19. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children. Talking about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Oh, man. I don't know about you guys, but when you look at this scripture, it gives us two very specific commands. It tells us to embed the scripture in our hearts and in the minds of our children and to talk about what we have learned. So that means we have to be able to say these scriptures, to talk about what we have hidden in our hearts and to be watchful for teachable moments. Karen, can you help us expound on these? I mean, these two commands are pretty powerful. Yes. I would say that I think this verse that you just read in Deuteronomy is probably the most often quoted when we talk about educating our children and and scripture with raising our children. So as you said, I see in this verse, this collection of verses, two real commands. Um, The first one, and I think it's very important and I think very poignant that he puts this one first, is to embed scripture within the hearts and minds of our children. That means we want them to learn the scriptures, to know them, to love them, to make sure that scripture is bound to our children and even to ourselves as role models. That's huge. Such that it will be with them wherever they go, that it will guide their minds, that it will help direct their actions. Mm -hmm. I think following right after that is the command that this isn't just something we learn that we read we memorize and set aside but it's something we really need to talk about with them we need to be watchful and mindful of those teachable moments that come throughout the day and then use scripture as a lens on how to respond to those how they inform us about how we react to a situation or advice we might give to others Hmm. whether it's sitting at home or as the scripture says, whether we're in our cars, our minivans, whether we're at school, whether on the athletic field in the heat of competition, mm-hmm. how does that guide us? Wow. It's, it's, it's pretty powerful stuff. So we know that, Miss Evelyn, we know that Jesus, yes. right? Let's talk about Jesus for a minute. Jesus would quote scripture from the Old Testament. Yes. Right? And we know that Jesus was fully God and fully man. Yes. So... As we look at Jesus' life and how he quoted scripture, can we just chalk that up to, oh, he was fully God. He knew that already? No, I think the Lord taught him uh, during the years he prepared him for ministry as he was able to observe the need. And that's the most important factor in being used by the Lord Jesus or by, by the Holy Spirit is to be aware of the opportunities that are there. And I think the way that Jesus taught was very similar to probably what you do. It, that when he saw an example of something, he used that as a story to teach a principle. And so we operate on two things. We operate on promises and we operate on principles. Uh-huh. And that's, Jesus was a master at doing that. And I, you know, there's so many illustrations of that. You know, he, he saw a tree one day and it didn't have fruit. And he used that to teach that that's the way our lives can be sometimes. 
it is very important for us as parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, to be able to do those object lessons. And we don't do them in Latin. We do them in English or in the language understood. Right. But we have to know the value that that uh, Latin has had to our know our having all of this preserved, so that we can know what it is that Jesus taught and be much like Him. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Karen, in your article, you know, one of the things that really struck me was that. A lot of times when we're going through a situation, as you write, when anxiety rises, when conflict challenges, or when the serpent hisses, we have a choice there. We can say, well, what would Jesus do? Oh, yes, Jesus would surely be angry in this situation. And we kind of get righteous indignation or, oh, Jesus would surely do this. But really, what does Scripture say? And um, I, I, I found that so compelling for me because there's many times when, you know, I'm sure I've looked at my children and gone, well, what would Jesus do? What should you do mm-hmm. here? Instead of being able to quote a scripture to them um, that would really guide them and that, okay, so we look at Jesus. He's a man. He's fully God. But, but Karen, who else in the Bible really could quote scripture that was fully man and no part God? <laughs> well, I think there are two things there. First of all, Christ was fully God. Mm -hmm. He was also fully man. Mm -hmm. And that's something that the early church fathers really wanted to make very clear to us. And, in fact, in the Creed of Chalcedon, um, written about A.D. 451, they made that statement. That means that Christ, yes, he was fully God, but he had to go through every trial and tribulation. He faced all of those same things. He went through the diaper stage. He went through walking. He went through submitting to his parents. And he went through the Jewish education system. Other writers of the New Testament, Peter, Paul, I think are the two most prominent that we come to think of when we think about the epistles in the books of the New Testament. They would have gone through that education system, too. And that's really the root of classical education back there. So these young boys and even the girls would go to a Jewish school, and it was called the uh, Beth HaShaper. I'm not sure quite my, my background is Latin and Greek, so I hope I'm <laughs> pronouncing that correct. Um, but it is an annex alongside a local synagogue, and it's a Jewish school where they would be required to memorize the entire Torah, which is the first five mm-hmm. books of the Old Testament. And that was their grammar school elementary education, so to speak. Okay, Karen, hold up. You just said they would be required yes. as 12... 12- 12-year-olds, mm-hmm. right, 13-year-olds. Uh, well, and I guess they started school around 6, but were considered adults at 13, right? Right. The first five books of the Bible, to memorize it. Yes. Listeners, let that sink in for a second. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Numbers, have you ever looked at Numbers? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want to know. that one. <laughs> <laughs> numbers and Deuteronomy. And the bar was set really high. This was their education. Yes. And so, you know, when we look at our schools today and what we expect of our children today, um, we can set that bar pretty low or we can Mm -hmm. set that bar pretty high. And I love that, um, you know, so as you look at these Jewish teachings, that these children were memorizing whole whole books. Mm -hmm. Right. But the reason they did this was really twofold. And there were a lot of classical civilizations that would do something similar. But one, they're training the mind. It's a mental discipline. Secondly, they are forming character. This is the crux of who we are as a Jewish community. This is our center. This is our anchor. This is what is important in the law 
um, as a law-abiding citizen, as a young Jewish man, young Jewish woman, this is central to who we are. Mm-hmm. And so it was important that they embed that in their hearts and minds. Also, we did not have the Gutenberg printing press. You did not have easy access. <laughs> right. Although some, script, um, some cultures, even when it was written, they did not like their religious material written down they, because they thought it would cheat the practice of memory. Second, look at the fruit. If you look in the New Testament, looking at, you know, if we put Christ aside, not too far aside, but if we, if we want to focus on Paul, he makes frequent references to the stories in the Old Testament. Why? Because they were right there. They were right there in his fingertips, they were right there in his memory. He references the stories of Abraham 21 times, hmm. of Isaac 3 times. By name, he cites Moses 13, King David 8, and Isaiah 6. Altogether, he quotes the Old Testament approximately 100 times and gives another 100 allusions. That's because that word was in his heart. It was in his mind. Um, and you, the same would be said for Christ. Peter, yes, he was a Jewish fisherman, might be considered a blue-collar worker. He did not have the amount of education that Paul did. Paul went on to greater schools of rhetoric and oratory and speaking, and you can see the difference in the styles of the writing. But Peter and Jesus carpenter, fisherman, they would have had that same basic education. And then Jesus as a rabbi would have studied even further than Peter had in memorizing the prophets and and the other books of the Old Testament. Wow. So the memory cultivation goes back to Jesus's time. Yes. Yet we've kind of let this fall away, um, you know, in our schools. And um, but, you know, this this memory the ability to memorize really helps us in other facets of our mm-hmm. education, right? Yes, absolutely. It's the cultivation of the mind. It's a discipline. And you think about it, this is, can be applied to so many other areas. Mm-hmm. Within math, we have to memorize theorems and facts, right? Mm-hmm. Within our, if you study, begin to study politics, speeches, speech and debate, you have to memorize speeches. You have to be able to say them persuasively. And one of the things our students will come back and say to us is how they grow in confidence, how they grow in mental ability and discipline because of this routine, because of this teaching and instruction, this really discipline and training in memory work, and what better material is there for such study than the Word of God? Absolutely, there's no, there's, there's no, nothing better. Um, listeners, let me let me give you an, another verse or, or another statement from from something that Karen has written here in in this article in Classis, that is the journal that this article is in. I love the statement that you say regarding the common Jewish boy about their education. It far exceeds what most moderns would have expected from ancient blue-collar workers such as fishermen, carpenters, and tent makers. If we set the bar high, you know, we can hit that bar. And if we set the bar low, we're surely, you know, we're, we're surely going to trip over it, right? So I, I would I would challenge you listeners to stay with us after the break. We're going to get into some more practical reasons. We're going to look at some more scriptures, uh, maybe talk about some life verses. Um, but think about that question. Think about the difference between what would Jesus do and what does scripture say? That's a, that's a man, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a big difference. So listeners, when we return, some modern day practical ways that we can study scripture, again, why it's so important, and some things that Grace Academy has done um, to hide this scripture in our children's hearts. 
information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Back now for more Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Carrie Brancater. Their guest today is Karen Moore of Grace Academy here in Georgetown, Texas. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You're here with the Love Ladies and Love Talk on 1120 AM, The Bridge. And in studio today, we have renowned author and um, amazing speaker, Karen Moore. She's written an article in the journal Classes, and it's entitled Hiding God's Word in Their Hearts, an Apologetic for Scripture Memory in the Upper School. And this talks about how we do scripture memory at Grace Academy, but... Really, how, how do we do scripture memory in our everyday lives and why it's important? Miss Evelyn, you've blessed me so many times. I've seen you give your life verse to a homeless man in Austin, <laughs> and it brought me to tears how you ministered to me and to that man that day. Um, you have scripture that is hidden away in your heart. Tell us your life verse and some other verses that might be um, really important to you. I guess the most important one in the beginning was John, the first first verse in the book of John. And it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, the Word was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to debate about the Word, what the Word is. It is Jesus. He speaks, He listens, He cares, and He prepares. And so uh, what does He prepare us for? If we know his word, 
we know him in, in the power of the Holy Spirit when we come to that point that we recognize lost without him. His word speaks to us in a way that brings us to the to the very uh, economy of life of living the word every day. But to do that, we've got to understand how it is we do that. So my life verse is John fifteen sixteen, and it says this, and this is paraphrased. You did not choose me, Evelyn. I chose you. Not only have I chosen you, but I've planted you right where you are. I've anointed you and appointed you for one reason, for two reasons, that you might serve me and serve the Lord, you know, serve the Father. Mm-hmm. That I might live in a way that people could look at me and see that He is real. Now that's the word alive in our in our hearts in our lives today. We've got to recognize that that His word is so important to us. The written word, the Koine Greek word, the Latin word, the Hebrew word, that is important for us. But the most important thing is the presence of the word in our life. And so that's why memorization is so important. It's hard for me. I am dyslexic, and I get the back for the front sometimes. But that's okay, because I speak Jesus' language. And so it's (laughs) the thing that you do is you just take it where you are and walk in it and talk in it and love in it in a way that people can look at you and see how Jesus is how lovable he is and how caring and sensitive he is because he is. i tell you how important scripture memory is. When I was trying to decide whether or not to, to leave Southwestern and, and, um, and finish up my college basketball coaching career a couple of years ago, I went to a teacher at Grace Academy who I respect very, very highly. And um, this woman has so much scripture hidden in her heart. Oh, my stars. She has a she's a lawyer by trade. And uh, her name is Celine Duke. And she is a phenomenal person. And I, I always tell her this. I'm like, well, she kind of Bible slapped me that day. Ooh, and, that's um, a good walk. <laughs> I mean, she she did. She just used scripture after scripture after mm-hmm. scripture to um, exhort me to um to really help me understand mm-hmm. God's path, um, to point me in the right direction. And she backed it all up with Scripture. She just didn't say, yeah. well, what would Jesus do? She had Scriptures. You know, Carrie, your identity is not in a job. Your identity is in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And she just quoted Scripture. She didn't get out her Bible and look it up. Yeah. She quoted it. Right. And this was, I mean, this was so meaningful and impactful to my life. And... Karen, so how can a person like me, like Miss Evelyn, uh, how can we memorize Scripture? I mean, I know there's probably a lot of our listeners that are saying, I'm too old for that. I can't do that. Um, First of all, you're never too old. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I needed that today. No, I think think we can sell ourselves short quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And even with these young students, you know, it's, they can memorize so much more easily even than I can, and a lot of it is because they've started, as you know, in the grammar school, they're memorizing little psalms and shorter passages, and so it just creases for them over and over. But even we as teachers um, at Grace Academy, we have the kids divided up into devotional groups, and we meet with them three times a week. And I do, I know Celine does, we're memorizing it with them. And it's twice as hard for for me, at least, as it is for them but it's really just constant repetition. It's putting that side a time, consecrating it to Christ, and saying, I'm going to do this. And it's also about, I think, knowing 
what you can handle at what time. So start small. I would not start with the Book of Romans. <laughs> uh, Paul's writing is so very nicely laid out because of his oratorical style and skill. He's a great one to start with. Um, choose a, a smaller book. And then just start. We take a couple of verses each week. At our school, the students are memorizing a full book of the Bible, and they're memorizing over, let's say, an eight- to nine-month period. Nine months in the school year, but we finish up a little bit before it ends. And we're taking about three to four verses a week. We're reading through it. We're discussing it, and we're memorizing it, and we do this three times each week. Um, we have some of this is inspired by a group at my church, Terra Nova, and our pastor Kyle Cheatham, who was really one of my great inspirations for even initiating this program at Grace Academy, because whenever he takes on a book like Philippians to preach through to our congregation, many times he first memorizes it. And he gets mm-hmm. up on the platform, the podium, in front of our congregation, and he recites it. And I don't mean monotone reciting. I mean he embodies Paul. And he is the messenger embodying the message. Mm-hmm. He is reciting that letter with all the passion that Paul would have. And this is what I explained to the kids. I said, you need to own this within your heart. You need to get into not just words on a page, but what was he saying? Is he sad? Is he mourning? Is he encouraging? Is he lamenting? Is he getting passionate and angry? And think about how, what it is that Paul is trying to communicate and how he's communicating it. And those lessons take what might otherwise be mere words and bring them much deeper. Deeper. I love that you reference John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. Um, New Testament was written in Greek. That word is logos. Mm-hmm. The word transcends the space-time continuum, <laughs> but the word is God. The word is all the word points to Jesus Christ. And so I think the, the big thing, getting circling back to your question, mm-hmm. is we really just need to commit to it and to set aside that time. Now, time is a precious commodity. I get that. We are in a society that likes our fast food Chick-fil-A. I love Mm -hmm. Mm Chick-fil-A. We love our microwave ovens. We love our cell phones that we can instantly. I can pull up Bible Gateway app, and I can instantly find any scripture I want. But we need to set that time to really just marinate in the Word. Celine Duke is a woman who is marinated in the Word, and it oozes from her. And the students go to her many times. She says, you have my own daughter has gone to her many times, and Celine just the word pours out of her. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for me. That's what I want for our kids. And a lot of that is just setting aside the time to let yourself marinate in it. Um, we were talking before the program about small children and finding that time for devotionals. It could be 20 minutes in the car that your child is reading to you out loud or that you are listening to Bible on, um, on an audiobook. It could be 30 minutes that you set aside each day. At our church, our pastor, Carl Cheatham, leads a group that meets, I believe, Wednesday nights. Everybody in that group is working on some type of scripture memory. It's different pieces. They all choose their own that they feel they really want to memorize. But then they are accountable to each other. Mm -hmm. And that's the next thing. So the first thing is time. And the second thing is accountability. Find someone. It's like when you want to go running, right? And if you have a running partner, you're much more likely to get up at 6 a.m. and get that half hour in. So get an accountability partner that will join with you, that will partner with you. These students that we have at Grace, we're partnering together with them three times a week. This group at our church is partnering together once a week to meet, but then on their own, to find that time to spend with 
Christ. And I think you just find that your whole spirit is richer for it. You you know, you can do that as a family as well. Absolutely. There are times that my husband have taken one of the boys apart and and they've worked on projects. And um, that is so important to live it out in a way that it becomes reality Mm -hmm. and evidence of the faith that's within your heart, not just to preach or to teach, but to make it to the point that you know who you are and that you want to make your life one that would be much like that that Jesus had. He went about sharing the goodness of God, the goodness of the Word. So. I, you know, um, so Karen, what are what what is the rhetoric school? Our ninth through twelfth graders, what are they memorizing? Right now, they are memorizing Philippians, and then the mm-hmm. sixth through eighth graders are memorizing mm-hmm. Colossians. So, friends, my children, I'm sixth grader and a seventh grader, and they're memorizing Colossians. And I tell you, um, it is such a blessing to hear my children reciting God's word. And Five years ago, maybe six years ago, Karen started this program at Grace Academy, and the seventh graders learned the whole book of James. And they came to my church, and they recited this on a Sunday morning. And I was blown away because at this time, my you know, my students were, you know, my kids were like in first and second grade. And I thought, oh, my stars. They're, they're, they just memorized the whole book of James. And they, they did it with... Um, with passion and in a way that became real to the folks in the, in the, in the audience. So, listeners, we are, we're here at our final segment. We'll be coming back right after these messages um, with our final segment, and we'll continue to talk about some practical ways that we can memorize. So join us again as we come back right here on 1120 AM. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-009. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. One more segment of Love Talk Now with Evelyn Davison and Carrie Brinkater. Today they're talking with Karen Moore. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. We're so glad that you joined us today as we're talking about scripture memory here on Love Talk with Evelyn Davison. And I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater. And we have Karen Moore, the expert here in the studio. We've. talked about how at Grace Academy our students are memorizing full books of the Bible and how this really helps our students really understand the context in which the scripture was written and why Paul was saying these things or why Jesus was saying these things. So over the past several years, our students have memorized the book of James, the book of Philippians, Colossians, 1 John, and the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5 through 7. Miss mm. Evelyn, can you believe that? And our little guys um, that we call our, our grammar school, that's kindergarten through fifth grade, they memorize scripture all the time. They memorize it in smaller chunks, and um, they're reciting scripture all the time. They use hand motions, and they're always so cute to see a five- or a six-year-old just 
reciting Psalms, um, to see a second grader reciting Hebrews. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Um, kind of the, the, the kings of the faith, you know. Um, holy cow. It's it's really humbling, and it's amazing to watch. So, Karen, all of these scriptures that we see our students memorizing, um, as our students get older, what do they say about this process that they've been through? That's, that's a really great question. As you mentioned in the last segment, this initially began about, oh, six years ago with a group of seventh graders who memorized the book of James. And I, I challenged them, as we talked about earlier, that they've lost the cute factor at that age. <laughs> they're cute to their mommies always, but, you know, they're, they've kind of lost that cute factor. So we talked a, a great deal with them about embodying the message and really presenting it with passion and conviction, realizing this is the Word of God entrusted. Right. And it is you know, the, the Word of God is meant to encourage. It is meant to convict. It is meant to comfort. And are you bringing that? when you speak it. And that gives them a very different perspective, I think, on reading and memorizing the word than when they're in grammar school. And it's that idea of, again, just continuing as they grow, as they mature, as they go through different life stages, scripture is still meaningful, but it's richer and it's more deeply meaningful at this stage. So as you mentioned, we've memorized a number of books. So I really wanted to, as I wrote this article, reach out to our graduates the Grace Academy alumni, and say, okay, you did this, let's be honest, because we made you. This is not (laughs) something you would have necessarily chosen in your adolescence to do. But I know, too, that many of them, as they get into it, they love it. Even today, talking to our seniors and talking to my students this week, asking them to reflect, they really do genuinely love it. And there is something that is so refreshing about watching these teenagers recite the word of the Lord in passion and conviction. Teenagers who our culture has dismissed as lazy and rebellious mm-hmm. and not interested and checked out. Generation X was what you know my generation was called. But these are young men and women who are on the cusp of adulthood. They want that challenge. They want to be looked at as young adults. And they want to embrace God's word. They don't need to be spoon-fed. They want to get down into it and see what God has said to them and how to share that, how to speak that. So then going back to the alumni, I emailed a bunch of them and talked to some of them in person and said, okay, so now that you're in college or graduated, (laughs) looking back, what has this meant to you? And for me, this is just the real blessing, the real fruit of the project. Um, One gentleman who is now at Baylor University studying humanities said that memorizing the book of James way back in seventh grade gave me a huge sense of accomplishment that helped me believe in myself. This is definitely a stock answer to your question, but it is so true. Reciting all of it individually in one take showed me what the mind was capable of with hard work and consistency, which was really encouraging to me at such a relatively young age, who was expected to read and write and think so much. It gave me something to look back on in pride and to try to live up to. Mm. That's something that recurred through a lot of them. These habits are continuing. Another young man said, um, well, it's God's words. Why shouldn't we know it as well as we can? And I (laughs) loved that response. 
<laughs> because it just showed the mindset mm-hmm. that has been cultivated. This is God's word. We should know it. We should hunger after. We should thirst after it. Um, he said that God has used it to speak to me when I need it, and he used to speak through me to others on my oh. college campus. Oh, wow. This young man is an engineering student at Texas A&M this year. It happens to be your son. happens to be my son. <laughs> and I, can I just tell you, too, that as a mama, so we've been talking a lot as teacher, administrator. Mm-hmm. As a mother, what greater gift oh, man. than to see the Word of God living and blossoming and bearing fruit in your son's life, that as he goes out into college and you're not there requiring it anymore, he's still doing it. He's still loving it. He's still speaking it and treasuring it. Mm-hmm. And I see that same trajectory for my other two children, and it's mm-hmm. a huge blessing. I asked some of our seniors uh, as well. One young lady said that the scripture resonates within my mind, and at various times, in many situations, it comes back to comfort me, to encourage me, to guide me. Mm-hmm. And she even went on to say, I really like memorizing a whole book. Nice. I was like, oh, great. I'm glad. <laughs> she said, I really like memorizing the book because that gives me the context of what the author is saying. Um, Another student commented, not just on memorization, but said, I really appreciate how the teachers at Grace Academy who lead us through this, they take time not just to read it and memorize it, but to discuss the meaning of everything we memorize. He said, I know I'm probably not going to be able to remember everything, but there are some things I know that my teacher said that I will never forget. Absolutely. That have really nourished me. And, you know, uh, Miss Evelyn, you shared earlier your life verse. My life verse has uh, for a long time been Second Timothy 3, 14 through 17, and it's actually the verse which I concluded my article with that says, that, and this is Paul writing to Timothy, and he says to Timothy, who is a young man, maybe not unlike our college students, maybe about that same age, and says, but as for you, Timothy, as for you, Ben, Michael, Simone, Marcus, all of you Grace Academy students out there, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, mm. knowing from whom you have learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is breathed mm. out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. As a teacher, as a parent, we cannot know everything about the calling that God has for them, Mm -hmm. but we can know that God has put everything they need in Scripture. Right there. And if we get them grounded in that, they are equipped for every good work. Wow. Well, listeners, if you're if 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 you're not convinced now that scripture memory is important, uh, I would encourage you to to read the article. I wanted to share my my life verse. I, I think our life verses can change, you know, as we move into yes, different absolutely. phases of our life. And so, as I moved out of college coaching into whatever God had for me next, I was very comforted by uh, Proverbs sixteen three, and it says, "Commit to the Lord whatever you do." And he will establish your plan. Because as I was moving out of coaching, I was like, okay, Lord, well, you better give me another ministry. I mean, this was my ministry. Come on. And I didn't know what I was going to be doing or where I was going or what what was going to be happening. And this verse has been so comforting to me. Carrie, hush. Commit whatever you do to the Lord. And he will will establish your plan. Duh. You know, that's. I, I mean, it's right there. 
But until you dig into the word, you might have a tendency to say, well, what would Jesus do? But this is telling me um, that he has a plan for me and that I must trust in that plan. Karen, how can our listeners find your article? How can they find your amazing blog? And, um, and how can they get in touch with you? The article was written for, as you mentioned earlier, um, Classes, which is the quarterly journal for the Association of Classical Christian Schools. And they published all of those online as well as sending them out by mail. So the website for them is going to be www.classicalchristian.org backslash classes, and that's spelled C-L-A-S-S-I-S. It is the 2016 volume 23. It is also available on the blog site that you mentioned. Since it was my article, I figured I could put it on my blog site. Absolutely. And that blog site is latinaliveonline, all one word, dot com. And that blog site, yes, it's heavily Latin, but it's also <laughs> classical education in general and general pedagogy and I, you know, I, oh, it is. It's fun. I would highly encourage you listeners to go to latinalive.com. It's fun. Karen um, is, uh, she visited Rome uh, two years ago. Two years ago? Last, I did in March of 2016. 2016. And you're and going back. And I'm actually back. going back this summer. I know. And so she starts writing about that in her blog. And there's so much just wonderful educational material in there that will bless you. So I highly encourage you to, to look at that. Miss Evelyn, you had some scriptures that you wanted to share with us uh, today as we close. Well, you know, when you look at what God's Word is and what He has to say, then it is important to know that He has written it directly for us today, even though Mm -hmm. in the time that He walked the earth, uh, there's not a computer, Mm -hmm. no telephones, in fact, no electricity. Uh, Those principles are still applicable to our life today. And when we're thinking and talking about what it is that we need to do to teach that to our children, then we have to have a plan to do that. Now, the Old Testament says, one day God says, I know the plans I have for you. They're for good and not for evil. You may have a future and you may have hope. And so our hope in this generation is in our children. Apart from the knowledge of God and the power of God on our life, it is this next generation would feel and know and experience the power of God's Word. And so I did have a few things I wanted to add to that. Number one is, be, you know, how can you be sure that your children hear the Word? First, you have to live it, but you have to set aside a time for family uh, devotions. And, you know, you just read something. You know, right. just ask them a question. It doesn't have to be preaching. Shouldn't be preaching. <laughs> Second is invite others for a meal and pray and praise Jesus with your family. Uh, bring your children to church with you. That is so important that they hear that not only from you, but from others. And pray for and with your children every day. And I would say to you as a parent, uh, you have to make your children, you cannot make your children Christian. That is a choice. It is a decision, but you can lead them to understand and pray with their hearts to be sensitive and open to the Word. And so that's what Jesus says. Jesus says that this is who I am. I am the Word. And today, I would say to you as you listen to us, um, do you know the Word? And the Word is Jesus. Is he a matter of life for you? Does he live within to the point that you know that without a shadow of a doubt 
that if he called your name tomorrow, that you would have a place in heaven? And that's the question we always ask. What do you believe it takes to get to heaven? It takes the word. And the word is Jesus. That's what John 1, 1 says. And he says, in the beginning, it's always been that way. I am the word. So I would say to you today, if you uh, do not know or have not experienced this, that you, first of all, um, give us a call. We'd be happy to provide you uh, with a Bible. The newest one we're using is the NLT. It's How to Find God. It's got some of the most powerful principles and promises, and it is the Word. And then secondly, if there's some other things that you might want to know about, the book, uh, Good News Journal, or any of our sponsors, call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. I do want to thank you for being with us today, and thank you, Miss Carrie. We just love, love talking here in this studio. And our goal is for you, as you take that step outside your front door, that you'll go about your world, love walking, and love talking with Jesus. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. You know, the world has changed. Getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you connect with your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate through ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 1-888-988-9736 and visit texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. 